welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I want to encourage you today. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And so often we read that and just look over it and we think about how God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything. Six days rested on the seventh. I want to really bring um, a visual. In the beginning was the Word. Our words have impact. Our words bring life. What is it? Um, death, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And they say uh, what a, a small part of the body the tongue is, but yet the damage it can do or the goodness it can do. So what I want to encourage you is this scripture came to mind. But first, it was... Um, In Romans, he works all things together for his glory. And so, along with that, it keeps getting downloads, along with that is there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So when you look at the scriptures he gives us to encourage us, and we mess up, we mess up with our words, we mess up with our actions, we mess up with what we feel like our lives Maybe you feel like your life is a mess. Maybe you feel like your life is going nowhere. That what is the purpose? What, what, you know, so much of our world today is shifting and it's just causing such chaos. But God works it all together for his glory. Have you ever seen those little snow globes that they look all nice and picture, you know, just like a photograph. And then it shakes up and it's snowing. And it looks like a beautiful snowfall. And some people shake it up just to see that. Some people shake something up because they want to see something different. They want to see it. Or it gets shaken up out of fear. You don't know why the shake up comes. It just does. For whatever reasons and purposes, whether they're meant for evil, God will still use it for good. Whether they were meant to shake you up, to point you in a direction that somebody wants you to go. But God will use it for good. And the the life example from this really comes from a conversation on cheesecakes. And I even took pictures because I, uh, I tried my hand at cheesecake. And it was I was making it as a thank you because I wanted to bake something for someone. Because they had given me something and I wanted to bake. And I thought, what could I make them? And I came up with cheesecake. And so I tried that hand at cheesecake, but I had to make two because I had never made a cheesecake before. And so if you've never made something before and you're taking it to someone or you're gifting it somewhere or whatever it is, if you've never made it before, you don't know how it's going to turn out, how it's going to taste. Is it going to be good? Is the texture going to be there? Is it going to come out right? So I made two of them. So that I could test like, okay, is one, did it turn out? Did it not? And as I progressed into trying another cheesecake, I tried a third. 
a third cheesecake because this one had different consistency. It had cheesecake in the middle and then it had other cake. And so you're wondering, what does this have to do with me? So stay with me because I know you've tried this in your life. And as I shared the story, as I share this example, this story, this thing that really happened in my life, you will see a live example of how God uses it for his glory. So in this cheesecake, I had made cake from scratch before many years ago. This recipe called from, for cake from scratch and a cheesecake. And in the assembly, you will combine two different elements like oil and water, but cheesecake and cake. And depending on how you make it, if you make it right, it will stand strong together and it will look great. It will taste great. It will come out as it's supposed to. So I'm just being transparent here. So making the cheesecake, it was in the oven. And then part of it was to turn the oven off and let it cool in there. Well, that seemed to overcook it. And I looked at that going, why would they have me turn it off and leave it in there? Why wouldn't I just cool it? But I followed the instructions. And in doing so, you have to prepare because the oven temperatures are different for the cake and for the cheesecake. The timings are different. The storing is different. And so after the cheesecake was done, I begin to make the cake and you have to have it at room temperature. So the timing of even the things that you mix together, they have to be at room temperature. They can't be right from the refrigerator or they won't. What is it? The emulsion or coagulation or whatever it is that causes them to be able to be mixed together and be okay. And so as I'm making it, it's like, wow, I haven't done this in many years. I haven't made a cake from scratch. Usually nowadays we open a box, we pour it in, add some eggs and oil and boom, that's our, we made a cake. And so I pour it in the pans. Well, the pan had a very low side to it, which I'm used to. Apparently now the box cakes don't have as much cake mix in them because I pour the cake into it and I went, wow, this is really full put it in the oven and as it begins to bake I have to quickly put a cake uh, uh, a cookie sheet underneath it to catch <laughs> the the cake that is now oozing over the side the cake looks like a slowly erupting volcano like a molten lava coming over the sides of the pan short sides I wasn't sure how it was going to go so I was a little discouraged but in the process I still contained hope me containing hope I still had hope as I let it cool I figured okay I'm gonna take that stuff off the sides the inside cake it was cake it wasn't fully cooked but I still was able to use it it was still cake the taste and everything but in the process of trying to bring this cake and this cheesecake together to form the one cake that would not have frosting in between to hold it together it would just hold together by design and so as I put it together and then I frosted it, the frosting wow when you frost it you'd never know that it had a hard time staying together but I frosted it decorated it looked great and then it came time to take it one part was going to go to a friend over here one part was going to go to a friend over there because I had also made 
some chocolate cheesecake and I wanted them to have two different kinds of cheesecake. So they were both getting a full cheesecake. They were going to be able to sample this kind and this kind. But as I cut into the one that had multiple textures, the cake and the cheesecake combination, it began to fall apart. I was trying to move one over to another location on a plate to serve and it was falling apart. So the one that I didn't cut in touch, I sent that over and I thought, wow, this was just a failure. And I looked at that and went, it's too good. The flavors are still there. Everything is good. It's, it's, it's good. It just doesn't look like the recipe called for. It doesn't look. And sometimes, and this is where I get into the creative part. Because as an artist, as a creative, as someone that may be somebody else's recipe isn't the recipe for your life. Maybe what you originally intended, God has another purpose. Maybe what somebody puts in an oven with the expectation of this is what's going to happen and this is what I want from it. So I'm going to put it through the heat. I'm going to put it through the fire. I'm going to put it through that because I want this to come out of it. And I know when I combine these elements, this is what happens. Well, God says, you know what? He is God. We are not. And yes, with the science of cake, with the science of it, it is supposed to do this at this temperature. And when you look at it, there are ovens in temperatures at, what do you call it, um, low altitude, high altitude, all kinds of differences that affect baking cakes. And if you're a baker, you know this, or you learn this. But what I'm coming back to is he works all things together for his glory. And so that cake that was falling apart, I looked at it, and I didn't want to throw it away. There was still, it's edible, everything about it is great, except for it doesn't have the perfect appearance. But everything else about it, the contents, everything is wonderful. So, had this idea, parfait. So you can take what was supposed to look like this, you know, chocolate and then cheesecake and then chocolate and frosting and it's all decorated nice, and you take it and you take parfait cups. And so you can take some cake and put it in there. You take some of the um, cheesecake and put it in there. Take a little bit more cake and put it in there. So instead of just a slice, you get it actually in a cup. That it's not going to fall all over. And then you can put some something on top of whipped cream or, or frosting. And you, you can decoratively frost it and put some accent. And it becomes something new. Much like when you accept Christ, you are a new man. The recipe of your life was supposed to create this. The recipe of everything in your past, you were supposed to look like this and taste like this and be like this. But when God says what well, looks like it's a mess and a failure, he turns it into something new. When you accept Christ, you become a new person. You become a new, I want to say a new man, but if you're a woman, you feel like, how can I be a man? You become a new being. You are new because Christ dwells in you. So if you've got something in your life, and even if you're baking something or whatever it is, don't throw it away. Ask God how to pick up the pieces. Ask God how to do with this. 
How can I make something new of this? Because your word says you work all things together for your glory. How can this glorify you? It looks like a mess. It doesn't turn out. And of course, if it's burnt, you're probably going to want to discard that. Because something that's burnt, is, it's got all the chart. And I don't know, maybe somebody else knows how to make something new with that. Maybe that gets crushed up and used for something else. I don't know. But what I do know is when you ask the Lord, in this situation, this is what came out of it. What looked like a failure became a parfait and was served to a party. And it was good and people loved it. The taste, the flavor, everything was there. And when I showed him the original cake, I didn't have to do that because they didn't know that the original design was for a regular cheesecake. I was just bringing dessert. So what was meant to be this beautiful cheesecake became a beautiful parfait. And it was like subdivided into parfait cups. Instead of just one cheesecake, it became subdivided. So my friend, don't underestimate what God's doing with the elements in your life, what you're going through. And as you take a step in faith, I had never tried cheesecakes before, and this was the third one. And I decided, okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to take this attempt because there's different textures. It's not just cheesecake with frosting or whatever it is put on top. It's cheesecake and cake and frosted. And some people make ice cream cakes and all kinds of things. But when you're trying something, you're stepping out in faith, much like your faith. When you step out in faith, you don't know fully what it's going to look like. Especially when you are finding out who you really are. The world wanted to determine by this path in your life, you should be here doing this, doing this. Or maybe it's in business. They needed someone for this. You had some skills. They put you in this and wanted to train you up in that way. The world wanted to train you up in that way because they saw skills and abilities that they wanted for their own glory, for their own good, for their own revenue, for their own stockholders. But God says, that's not the purposes and plans I have for this person. But if that person is so invested in that and they don't know any different, they're going to keep going on that path no matter if they're happy or not. But then when God shakes things up or the world shakes things up or whoever shakes things up, is that person still on that path? Maybe. Is that person putting it back together with God Saying, Lord, what do you want of these pieces? How do these pieces go back together? Because remember the alabaster jar, it broke open. It could not, that liquid could not be put back in. That vessel could not be put back together. But in God's world, in the spiritual realm, in God's economy, it can be put back together in ways that only God can. Maybe we are the ones bringing the assembly of the cheesecake turned into parfait. When we ask God, what do I do with this? I don't want to throw it away. Much like restoration, you don't get thrown away. Redemption, you don't get thrown away. The world will throw people away. In many ways, they will throw them away. 
they will cause them to actually feel like they're worthless. So even if they weren't thrown away, they feel like they were. They feel like they're worthless. I know I've been there. And if you feel like that, there are things in your life not lining up the way you thought they should, the way whatever path you determined in your life should look like. Ask God what it should look like. And you'll begin to reveal things in your life. You'll begin to see things in a new way. And he will use all things together for his glory. Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Is the word in your life aligning with what God says? Is the word in your life bringing life and abundance and hope and enduring faith? Or is the word in your life bringing condemnation? Look at it against what God says. He will bring new identity. He will remind you the word creates. The word brings forth life and goodness. And my friend, yes, I'm sorry, God did create the mosquito. But the mosquito is food for the birds of the air. God created the birds of the air. So in all things, he works it together for his good. And going back to the mosquito, there was someone that made this comment, and it's not from the Bible, but it the, the analogy is very much like the mustard seed. You think, okay, a mustard seed of faith, and you're thinking, okay, how, how, how am I going to do this? You know, um, faith as small as a mustard seed can move a mountain. And someone says, if you, if you don't believe that or can't imagine that or can't imagine how that looks or what it looks like, it says then that person has never been in the room with a mosquito. Never been in close quarters with a mosquito. Have you ever watched someone or have you ever felt that yourself? When you're in small quarters and there's a mosquito in there, maybe you can't see it, but you you hear it. You know it's there. You can't catch it. You can't get it. And it bites you. And that itching lasts for a long time. And it's pulling blood from you to survive. So there's fear of mosquito, of getting bit, of the itching or whatever it is. That fear, that all that happens in there. Okay, but when God does things, you're seeking. You're seeking like the meaning of it, the purpose, the passion, the good that it will bring, glorifying God. That mosquito, you know what happens. In, it's ugh. But when you go and you seek forth in God's kingdom, there may be mosquitoes on your path. But you're going to know and you're going to have the tools on how to deal with that. Because in the word is God. And he will use all things for his glory. And that mosquito keeps distracting me. And I'm going, but Lord. And so you take it into making an impact that mosquito and the destructive sense the mustard seed in the sense of faith by faith if you read in Hebrews you can go down the list I think it's Hebrews 11 by faith this happened by faith this happened by faith and faith comes through hearing hearing by the word of God and in the beginning was the word So, in the Word, hearing comes from being in the Word. Faith comes by hearing. 
So if you need, if you want faith, you're in the word because it's God. God gives you faith. He gives you hearing because you're in the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That faith, as small as a mustard seed, a tiny thing, can become huge in the kingdom of God. So my friend, be encouraged that he works all things together for his glory. And by faith, he can move mountains. Okay, my friends, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Don't throw away the pieces when God wants to make something beautiful of your life, of your situation, of your family, of your business, of your church, whatever it is. Whatever it is that you feel like is falling apart or didn't look or doesn't look perfect. I want you to ask yourself this question. Perfect according to who? What are you comparing it to for that perfection? Look to God. Look to his word. What is he making of it? What does he want to use it for? He might not tell you what he wants to use it for. But are you aligning with him? and his heart, he will encourage you. Even if you don't think it looks perfect, many times he looks on and goes, it's exactly the way it's supposed to be right now in this season and this time. It's okay. As long as you're leaning towards who God is, what his plans and purposes are, don't throw it away. But if God is saying, let it go, discard it, but you have to be real clear and be with God in this, because if there's something you're letting go, he has a purpose for it, for your life and for what you're letting go. If it is good and you're thinking, this is something great, maybe somebody else needs that for their purposes and plans. But if you're holding on to it, then it's holding up somebody else. But if it's something that has some something evil attached to it, you want to discard it, but you don't want someone else to have that attachment of evil in their life, in their home, in their situation. But when we are focused on who God is, and you pray, pray without ceasing, God will show up and he will do things that you could never have imagined. He is almighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He wants to restore the peace and I know there's scriptures that say he didn't come to bring peace. He's dividing this and that. And it, there can be a lot of confusion because it's not a story from beginning to the end. It's the life of Christ, the life of his people. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. There's all kinds of things in there. The only one that can interpret it properly for you is the Holy Spirit, which is God himself dwelling in the hearts of every believer. So when you believe in who he is, what he can do, and you take a step of faith, begins to move the mountains. So my friend, I hope you are encouraged by a life example that God uses all things. He doesn't waste anything in your life. He knows exactly where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. And that is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to be held in the hands of God. And he said, and no one can pluck you from that place. So be encouraged by his word. 
his love for you and his plans and purposes for your life. And may you be blessed. And more importantly, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast, I Said a Prayer for You Today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.